Welcome to Follow, a Latter-day Saint scripture poetry podcast. My name is Mary Jane Rice. Thank you for joining me today. The reading this week is Matthew chapter 8, Mark chapters 2 through 4, and Luke chapter 7. The poem I'm sharing today was inspired by the account of the man with palsy who was lowered through the roof on his bed to be healed by Jesus, as recorded in Mark chapter 3, verses 1 through 12. If you'd like to read along, you can find this poem on my website at maryjanerice.com. Let's begin. Paralyzed. Maybe you've never decayed like a leper thrown to the desert, or bled inside for years like an unclean woman in hiding. Maybe you've never reached your whole life for God's blessing with withered hand, but I know some kind of pain holds you close. Like you, I was desperate. I couldn't walk to Peter's house, press through crowds, climb walls, pry up roof tiles. I couldn't lower myself into Messiah's lap. Friends had to haul me bodily, heave me to the brink of salvation. And when I emerged, buoyant as birdsong, all burdens shed but bedroll, my friends met me again. We walked home together, breathless as we laughed and talked of old springs that poured from split rock and bread that used to drop from heaven like honey. In this poem, I tried to imagine how I would feel as one of the people during Jesus's lifetime who uh, heard of his miraculous power to heal. I think I might also seek him out, but maybe I'd be afraid to hope, a little excited, um, determined to find him so I could be healed too. I think it would have been very difficult to live during a time when there wasn't much effective medical treatment for even simple conditions. But even today, a lot of people suffer from incurable diseases or chronic pain, as well as mental illnesses that are very difficult to treat. It's no wonder that once word got out about his miracles, that large groups of people started to follow Jesus around. I imagine that If someone today started performing the same kinds of miracles, it would result in very similar similar reactions to him, probably both positive and negative. One of the things I noticed is that Jesus frequently asked people who wanted to be healed if they had the faith to be healed. Um, That was interesting to me because he was the son of God. He had power within himself that others didn't have as evidenced by how he was healing people in ways that no one else had before. He could calm storms and he could walk on water. So why did he need anyone else to exercise faith in the healing? And I thought maybe it's because he's drawing attention to each person's agency. The Lord treats us differently than inanimate elements. He won't force himself on us, but as soon as we turn to him in faith, He will freely give his grace to us. During his life, he didn't perform miracles for those who were unprepared to receive them. The man in the story is said to suffer from palsy, which is a general term for paralysis, especially if accompanied by involuntary tremors. 
Note that the man was blessed not only for his own faith, but for the faith of his friends who lowered him through the roof. He couldn't have accomplished that feat on his own. Personal healing is often helped by the actions and faith of other people. Could be through prayers or priesthood blessings, um, ward fasts, family fasts, or other spiritual help, but also through temporal help. The man's faithful friends remind me of Relief Society sisters who prepare meals for sick neighbors or friends who visit consistently with someone who's struggling with depression or a caretaker for someone who is chronically ill and puts in hours and hours of service. All of these things help people to heal. You may have noticed that even though my poems are inspired by specific specific scriptures each week, they frequently contain allusions to other scriptural stories. Sometimes these allusions are from the same reading assignment for the week, and sometimes I pull from other books entirely. I found that the more I write poetry about scripture, the more I find parallels in different places, whether that's narrative, truth, doctrines, and other concepts. Sometimes I might consciously allude to another story, and other times I don't notice the parallel until after I've written the poem. Illusions, allusions in the first stanza of this week's poem include the ten lepers who Jesus healed, the woman with an issue of blood, and the man with the withered hand. All of these physical diseases can be seen as metaphors for whatever physical, emotional, or spiritual pain we are suffering that can only be, only be healed by the Savior. Now I'll read the poem for you again. Paralyzed. Maybe you've never decayed like a leper thrown to the desert, or bled inside for years like an unclean woman in hiding. Maybe you've never reached your whole life for God's blessing with withered hand, but I know some kind of pain holds you close. Like you, I was desperate. I couldn't walk to Peter's house, press through crowds, climb walls, pry up roof tiles. I couldn't lower myself into Messiah's lap. Friends had to haul me bodily, heave me to the brink of salvation. And when I emerged, buoyant as birdsong, all burdens shed but bedroll, my friends met me again. We walked home together, breathless, as we laughed and talked of old springs that poured from split rock and bread that used to drop from heaven like honey. That's all for today. If you are following along in your copy of Grace Like Water, you may notice that I wrote a second poem for this week titled Sinful Woman. If possible, I will work that poem into a later episode. You can find more of my poetry at facebook.com slash latterdaysaintpoetry or visit maryjanerice.com. That's M-E-R-R-I-J-A-N-E rice.com. My contact information is in the show notes. Thank you for listening. May your time spent in the scriptures this week be rewarding.